All right, what's going on, San Jose Sharks fans? Welcome to Shark City Unfiltered, the new program from Shark City Hockey. I am Aaron James. I'm the host of the program for this evening. A quick shout out to um, everybody behind the scenes who've been kind of supporting me, helping me get this together. You know who you are. And, um, you know, thank you again to the Hockey Podcast Network for having us uh, share our take on San Jose Sharks hockey. And, um, you know, can't wait to get together with all you guys in a couple of weeks or excuse me, very soon here for the draft. Uh, more on that a little bit later. Um, let's just start off from top of the program. Let's address the elephant in the room here. OK, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are the Stanley Cup champions. That's the only time you'll hear me say that sentence for the rest of the evening. I, I promise you. It's been an eventful 48 hours to say the least here in Sharks territory. A lot of fans are distraught. Um, I'm surprised nobody's burning jerseys at this point. I'm not suggesting it, but um, yeah, a lot of you guys are, are PO'd. I, I can't, I can't help, uh, but um, you know, kind of feel the same way. Um, some of you are PO'd in the fact that Vegas seems to be this golden child of the NHL commissioner and the national hockey league. I mean, I believe it was cap-friendly. Was it cap-friendly? I believe it was. That was um, talking about how they were pretty much $14 million over the salary cap. Um, I'm not going to go so much into like, oh, um, you know, like trying to shun them for essentially like taking, you know, what some of you might feel loopholes. Um <laughs> Anyways, all I'm going to say is this. I'm going to just gather my thoughts here because it's very easy to go on an emotional rant when the Vegas Golden Knights are the champs. Uh, almost said it again, but abbreviated. Okay. I'm just going to say it like this, right? I'm getting a little tired of, of our champions, the past champions, or your champions, pardon me, um, over past couple of seasons being those that are seeming to be built on these – um, well, loopholes. Let's just call it what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, they're able to, and again, I'm not going to hate on it. They are able, if the Sharks did it, I'd be all about it, right? But these last couple of uh, seasons, you had the Tampa Bay Lightning and now the Golden Knights were able to, you know, utilize the cap situation uh, to their benefit. And, and, and that's all I'm going to say, because I think to go any further than that would just sound like, you know, a, a fanboy just crying in my opinion. And no one, no one wants to listen to till tears. You already read them throughout, you know, whatever, whatever social media uh, platforms you're on the last 48 hours has been tough. Practically social media for sharks groups out there um, have been like free therapy sessions. And I, and I can't help but blame fans. I, I feel you 30 plus years. We've only been to the show once and, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins, enough said. Um, that's as far as I want to revisit that series. 
Um, so yeah, you know, six seasons and two Stanley Cup appearances, and you know, now hoisting. That's all I'm going to say um, for that team. So I feel you. I, I understand being a Sharks fan. You you really are starting to be like, what the heck is it going to take for the San Jose Sharks to win a Stanley Cup within our lifetime? So I, I feel you, and I can't blame you. Again, if you want to, um, you know, free therapy session, whatever you want to call it, if you want to uh, be a part of the program, if you want to chat, if you want to, um, if you want to send us a voice message, if you're bold enough to do so, um, open invite, open discussion, open table read, whatever you want to call it. Um, this in no way is um, meant to be a um, a program or a show, if you will. It's more so meant to just, you know, kind of get together with Sharks fans, just hang out, talk hockey. Again, you know, if if you want, no pressure. Uh, do so by uh, keeping us on our Facebook page, Shark City Hockey, and on t- um, on YouTube. Pardon me. Uh, this way, your comments can be featured on the show. Otherwise, you know, talk amongst yourselves on whatever platform um, you're enjoying tonight's uh, show. So back to, um, you know, the Vegas ordeal here. Um Whatever it is fans want to say, I said this in the last the last time we got together on a live stream here from Sharks Territory. I said, you know, I'm going to, you know, you know, I congratulated that team. I, you can't hate. I mean, you, you can do whatever you want, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Like these are these guys, you know, this is what they've worked for their whole life and they have achieved it. I'm sure it's a team that we could care less some of you probably didn't even tune into the uh, entire series, um, especially when we had the likes of, you know, some ex players for some of those who are still rooting for those who have since long uh, left Sharks territory. Uh, you know, yeah, some of those squads in the playoffs and they had a chance to be in that show, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, the new, the new, the new kids on the block got, got the job done. However you want to say it, whether uh, via the, um, you know, exploiting the salary cap, We'll just say like that, exploiting the salary cap. I'm tired of teams exploiting the salary cap. When are the Sharks going to? We'll 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 <laughs> we'll see. Maybe shortly here. Um, something I want to touch on. I know I'm kind of um, going to go deep right um, with reacting with you know again this last Stanley Cup uh, final series here. But um, hey, we might be we might be trying to finesse the salary cap as well, which is supposedly going to be on the rise a little bit more than some of us are expecting. Those are supposedly the recent, you know, rumbling around the league. Won't dive too much into that, but the point I'm trying to say though is today they're talking about Eric Carlson um, and and the Sharks coming to terms with seeking a trade. So we'll see what happens. I know you all out there have been reading about, you know, the Sharks perhaps finessing the fourth round overall selection in the upcoming 2023 NHL entry draft. And that's not news here on Shark City Hockey because uh, we reported, I think, at the end of the season or a couple of episodes or programs ago that, yeah, you know, Mike Greer pretty much said that it's all on the table. But uh, back to, you know, back to a little bit, you know, we had to get some closure on this 2022-2023 season with these guys being the, um, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to hate. Um, all I'll say is this, okay? What really stings is... I think outside of what the Canucks, the Sharks are the only team in the Pacific Division that have yet to, you know, they, they have yet to win the Stanley Cup. So 
that's what really stings in my opinion because now for us sharks fans we're now in a position where the only team you can really talk smack to is maybe the canucks and we all know how you know the sadine twins and luongo finessed our you know uh, franchise leaders in the past so i mean how much can you really say anyways i digress uh, let's talk about Eric Carlson here. Oh, by the way, so uh, if you want to join again in, in the chat, just, it's worth mentioning one more time. Do so on um, YouTube or on uh, Facebook. Otherwise, the lineup for this um, show, should we not um, you know, have too much dialogue between each other here, the host and the listeners, um, we were gonna, we're going to cover the Sharks uh, draft pick. Spoiler alerts from like a month ago. They've been talking about Will Smith. I think prior to the the world juniors, right? So, you know, no shocker there. Um, but chime in. I want to know what you all think because um, it may mean passing up on Carlson or Mitch. Anyways, and I know every Sharks fan out there has their opinion about um, the risks and benefits of taking anyone um, before Smith, I guess is the best way of saying it. Uh, we're also going to talk about Patrick Marlowe, uh, the cherry on the top of his career. He is now going to be inducted in the San Jose Sports Hall of Fame. And we'll talk about another Hockey Hall of Fame induction here. Um, the voice of the Sharks, Dan Ruzanowski. Congrats. And uh, the Sharks, you know, they they got some ink drying on a new contract with last season's first-round draft pick. So, you know, we'll talk about all that and more um, on today's a hockey hangout, right? Um, but yeah, let's get into Eric Carlson really quick. So this report came uh, via TSN. It was pre-Air LeBron, right? He's the guy uh, with TSN with The Athletic, which I know some Sharks fans out there are like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Do you really want to hear some news from The Athletic? Anyways, uh, best of luck to you, Corey. Best wishes. We never got a chance to meet. Never had a chance to have you on the program. That's my bad, not yours. Um, but hey, uh, best, you know, I wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors. I have, I, I will say this if it means anything now. I subscribe to The Athletic because of some of your content. So, you know, I don't know what that's worth now, but, you know, uh, again, kudos to you and best of luck. Uh, but yeah, TSN, Pierre LeBron from, um, the Athletic reported that the San Jose Sharks management team and Eric Carlson's um, camp have come to terms and that both the star potential Norris Trophy winning, I don't think so. I think he'll get the other the other um, hardware. But, you know, apparently they're at terms of seeking a trade. So can that come draft day? That would be super interesting. Um the, the likelihood of the Sharks moving up, I think, are slim to none. So if some of you thinking that we could package a couple of first-round draft picks and Eric Carlson and maybe, I mean, what is it? Um, the NHL announced today that the Sharks have the number four, or the fourth overall, the 26th overall, the 36th, and 94th, 100th, the 123rd, the 130th, the 132nd, the 164th, the 196th, the 203rd, and the 206th overall selections in this upcoming draft 12 if i'm not mistaken a dozen picks 
So a lot, I know a lot of fans are thinking like, you know, a, a nice package uh, will go a long way, whether that means we move up to, you know, um, in the range of Adam Fantilli uh, or, you know, Latif Mitchkoff or, um, or, you know, Leo Carlson. But I'm telling you right now, the sound of the Sharks are going to probably stick with Will, <laughs> with Will Smith. But um, back to back to the Eric Carlson ordeal here, or, or you know the whole like transaction upcoming here, the pending transaction. Um, I highly doubt that they're going to package Carlson and some draft picks to move up. I don't think Connor Bedard's going to be a shark unless like he miraculously drops like William Eklund did a couple of seasons ago. Um, that's the likelihood of that is not happening unless, of course, um, for some reason or another, there was fallout between the club and the prospect in the whole um, combine and some of the dinners that were occurring or not occurring like with uh, Smith and the Sharks. Anyways, so yeah, Eric Carlson, thank you for an amazing season until thank you for being the San Jose Sharks 2023 NHL All-Star. Thank you for doing what no other defensemen have done in franchise history and scoring over a hundred points in the regular season. And, uh, you know, best of luck to you because what it seems like is that come September preseason, he's going to be suiting up in a different locker room anyways. So, uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting times. It's going to be a very, very interesting offseason. I highly doubt that Eric Carlson is going to gain any interest from any, like, like I highly doubt, you know, Columbus or Chicago or Anaheim in that matter. You know, n- none of those guys are going to, um, I don't think they're going to budge from their picks personally. Um, maybe, maybe it's going to be one of those situations where the Sharks are going to have to perhaps package a deal just to get rid of the whole entire contract. Like, Hey, here's a couple of seconds and maybe a first plus Eric Carlson and all if it's 11.5, I could see that without a doubt. But um, for those of you who might be thinking, okay, we're going to get a couple of first rounders and et cetera, and move up and get Connor Bedard. I highly doubt that highly doubt it. All right. Um, so let's move on. Let's start with the first topic of the, um, you know, the evening here. And that is the San Jose Sharks are more than likely going to select Will Smith in the upcoming draft, fourth overall, if they choose to retain the fourth overall selection in the upcoming draft. And um, yeah, perhaps there's going to be a new fresh Prince of Sharks territory, another William, William Eklund and William Smith. Um, I think all all signs point to yes on the Sharks magic eight ball here. Um, It's no surprise. They've been reporting this guy's name out there. I I know a lot of um you know a lot of you, especially those who are perhaps purchasing some of the tickets to go watch the draft live, um <laughs> at the tank. I know I know you know you don't want the spoilers, but it's more than likely going to be Smith. Um, let's see. So this right here is via the Athletic. Okay, so Columbus Blue Jackets general manager said they're going to take a center. So you know, um, Fantilli he's he's gone. And then there's Leo Carlson and Smith. Um, this, is, of course, is presuming that, you know, number one, number two go as everyone has put on their mock draft, right? Um, so 
Carlson apparently, again, this is via the athletic. Carlson apparently, his world championship um, production is leading everyone to believe that the Blue Jackets will select them. So that leaves Mitch Koff or Smith available for the Salzy Sharks. Um, a lot of fans out there are are already like, "Hey, if we don't take Mativ, then what the f are we doing?" Um, for those of you who are unaware, and I'm just going to give you the brief overview. Okay, so the Cliff Notes. <laughs> um, he's an SHL player, if I'm not mistaken, or excuse me, um, KHL. Pardon me. Um, pardon me. He's pretty much um a Russian player. Now I'm speaking to you, right, in layman's terms. And um, there's a lot of um, – what's the best word for it? <clears throat> risk, I guess, is the best way. I don't know if that's even the best word. I know a lot of people are saying there's risk to drafting him because he might accept another contract and he might be able to stiff the Sharks and blah, blah, blah. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think if he gets selected by a club in NHL, he's going to play in the NHL. Should said club put him in the lineup. We know that it sounds like Sharks are putting their first round draft pick in the lineup. That's for sure. Um, so it doesn't make sense, in my opinion, for the sound of the Sharks to get anybody or try to trade up for any um, other of the top prospects because they aren't looking for um, somebody to uh, fill in a void in the main roster next season. This is just known. Now, some fans out there are kind of tripping because Will Smith, if he gets selected fourth overall, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, uh, this information is via elite prospects, but um, a lot of the, you know, quote unquote experts out there have uh, Smith ranked like either five or below on the board. Um, some people lately, you know, they've been, you know, his stock's been on the rise, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, but Smith is projected to be top 10 without a doubt, but top five, um, not so much. Uh, Sportsnet's got him ranked at um, four, if I'm not mistaken. And so do, um, well, excuse me, top five is better waves. Excuse me, he's top five. I'll show some respect. I'll put some respect on his name. But, you know, take all this with a grain of salt, right? The experts said that Joe Pavelski was an eighth or excuse me, seventh overall, you know, late round. So we all know the story of that, but um, you know, this is a whole different era, right? Um, I'm not a whole analytics junkie, but you know, we live in that time. And long story short is if, if you're willing to do your homework and you want to like, you know, nerd out on stats, advanced stats and all that, um, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Best way of saying it. Uh, you know, Will Smith seems to be, the real deal. It makes sense to me because he already has some exposure. He's had some exposure with some of the Sharks head coach, David Quinn. Um, you know, they almost brought the bronze. They, you know, they, I mean, they were, they were on quite the streak there for a minute. I mean, they, I don't know if anyone thought they were going to get gold, but I was kind of like um, loving the, David coach led USA hockey team. You know, I was loving the results in this last tournament. Um, so anyways, all that trying to say is there's just too many connections there. He's a, a BU Boston university guy like Greer, like David Quinn. Um, I mean, it goes on and on. So 
yeah, I I just don't see any reason why the Sharks would get anybody else but Smith because this guy this guy this is the guy that they've been priming us for for like the last four weeks, right? It's like you're hearing some stories now about potentially you know moving the draft spot or trading away, but I think that's just noise. Um, I think we're trying to be. I think. We should be humbled as a fan base. I know the Sharks kind of been whatever for the last four years. Let it symbolically, you know, let's just have it be symbolism or whatever meant to be whatever word you want to use. The fact that we got the fourth overall selection, right? So, you know, that makes up for the last four years. I know a lot of you are kind of still feeling some type of way because you felt like they couldn't quote unquote tank properly. It's in the past. It is what it is. Should the sound of the Sharks have finished dead last in the league? Do you think that, that would the draft lottery would conclude with San Jose at number one, anyways. I doubt it. That's just my opinion. Anyways, um, so it doesn't matter whether they were like, you know, whether they lost 82 games this season. I don't think Connor Bedard was going to the San Jose Sharks. Um uh, via, you know, because of the draft lottery. Anyways. So yeah. Um I think the top three. Four names. I think like Leo Carlson and um, Mitchkoff and um, obviously Bedard and um, Fontilli. To me, these these strike me as names of guys that are going to potentially like either be on the main roster for their their perspective squads or at a minimum the AHL level. I don't think the Sound of the Sharks are even looking for their first round draft pick to immediately make contributions to the CUDA. So um, Will Smith, if not mistaken, he's um, he was rumored to have supposedly have a couple of dinners at San Jose. Again, this story's coming out of the athletic, so um, you know, take out the grain of salt. But yeah, he um all, all, all signs point to having, you know, this guy as draft pick anyways. And I think that's all I'm going to say on this guy. So it, there it is. That's, that's my opinion. Again, if you, if you are um, enjoying this program on YouTube or on Facebook, please drop a comment and, you know, we'll react live um, to it. If we're enjoying it on Twitter, thank you as well. And, um, you know, chat amongst yourselves. Uh, keep it civil, please. <laughs> Anyways, um, I am Aaron James, by the way. This is the first edition of Shark City Unfiltered. And um, we are going to start to stroll along here in the topics. I do want to really quick give some some love to Smith. Now, I'm very. this is going to be very casual because let's face it. I'll, I'm, you know, I'll be 100% real with you. Pardon me here as I kind of like stumble my words. I'll be 100% real with you. You've heard or you've read enough about these prospects over the past couple of like what weeks or months, right? So there's no reason to, you know, uh, regurgitate the same stuff. Okay. But what I will say to show some, um, you know, to show some love to Will Smith here. 
which is kind of crazy considering, you know, um, everything that went down with that whole slap ordeal. Anyways, just kidding. Um, <laughs> so just some quick love. Um, his first year of national program. So obviously he's with USA Hockey. Uh, Will Smith had 37 points in 35 games in the under 17 team. All right. So when he was a very young man, um, under 18 team, he had 27 points in 28 games. Uh, he centered his under 18 team's first line uh, since day one. Again, this is coming out of the athletic. And um, yeah, I mean, there's this quote I'm trying to look for. Pardon me as I'm stalling here for time. But he was talking about like himself. There we go. Okay, so this this is what I kind of liked. All right, so I, I like this confidence that it seems he exudes. And why not, right? Especially when you're going to, um, you know, when you're playing for the, the national team. But um, Smith, and I quote, Smith calls himself an offensive talent that makes everyone on my line better. I like that. I like that. Anyways. All right, there. I'm moving on. So that's as much love as I'm going to show this guy. I'm not going to jump to all his stats. I'm not going to jump to his career. I'm not going to persuade you to say that he is not worth the fourth overall i'm just simply doing a segment to let it be known that it's pretty obvious the sharks are leaning in this direction i mean connor bedard may even be available for fourth overall and i think the sharks will still get will smith anyways i know it sounds crazy but seriously i think that's where it's headed all right and that's all the berry or that's all the juice out of that berry that i'm squeezing there for this segment let's move along to um some other news that dropped earlier this uh, week here, and that is sounds like Sharks legend Patrick Marlowe is going to be honored here in San Jose, California. Patrick Marlowe will be inducted this November into the San Jose Sports Hall of Fame. He is now the class of 2023. Uh, Patrick Marlowe is obviously Mr. San Jose Shark. Now he's going to be Mr. San Jose Hall of Fame. Excuse me, San Jose Sports Hall of Fame. Um, for those of you who didn't get a chance to witness Marlowe's wonderful, glorious career, um, he pretty much played 21 freaking years with the San Jose Sharks. 21 years with the San Jose Sharks. Um, with that being said, he's the leader in almost everything. Um, he's a leader in games played, goals, points, power play goals, shorthanded goals, game winning goals, etc., etc., etc. Obviously, most recently, his biggest accomplishment was breaking legendary Gordy Howe's record. Um, this happened April nineteenth of twenty twenty one, just a couple of seasons, a couple of years ago. Um, he broke the career games played record when he played his. 1,768th NHL career game. Um, so it's pretty dope because he's going to join the likes of Arturis Urbe, Yevgeny Nabokov. Um, I know there's some more. Remind me for those of you if I'm missing, um, you know, what I'm missing out on there. But um, I think this right here is a cherry on top. So if you're going to head to that draft party that's going on, I'm thinking about getting some tickets. I'm not going to lie. 
Um, this is one of the features that they're having. So the San Jose Sharks raised his banner, his jersey number. They retired his jersey number, and they raised the banner last season. Uh, you can check out our YouTube page, and we got the entire thing in 4K. Um, they're going to lower I, – I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to give you uh, pictures. They're going to allow you to take pictures with, with said banner at the uh, draft uh, watch party that they're holding on um, the NHL draft day here coming up on the 28th. So, yeah, um, sometime in November, the Sports Hall of Fame here in San Jose is going to induct Patrick Marlowe. So i just doing this quick segment to say congratulations. Uh, that's pretty much what the next couple of segments are going to be. It's just quick congratulations. And then, um, you know, we'll go back into a little bit more reaction to some of the news. But first, I got to be 100 with you. Got to be 100 with you. I want to take a quick break. And um, you know, stick along or, you know, stay tuned, whatever you want to do. Or if you just join us, wait right there. Um, I'll be right back and talk some more um, San Jose Sharks hockey with all y'all. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm in back. Just need to step aside really quick. I was getting toasty. <laughs> I'm Aaron James. I'm hosting tonight's live stream here with Shark City Hockey. Um, Shark City Unfiltered. Hoping to turn this to a hockey hangout and chat. So follow us and subscribe if you aren't already. Thank you to everybody who's been popping in and out during the pro, uh, during the broadcast. Uh, we're going to pick up again. I think right now is a pretty solid time to do this quick promo. I know, right? Oh, you got us the promo. But, hey, I want to show some respect because I appreciate, A, being the proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network, and, B, being brought to you by DraftKings. All right, so I want to do this quick um, live read. Normally I do this um, like already like mocked up, pre-recorded. I'm not going to lie. Normally just play the commercial, if you will. But I'm going to do this one live today because everything right now is just supposed to be in the art of um, live audio. Let's try something new here. All right, so let's get this bad boy going here. So we can move along the program. So um, <clears throat> here we go. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 on bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline. MA.org in New York, call 877 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. In Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700 on behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets. Expire seven days after insuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. All right, that's what's up. So, welcome 
back to Shark City Unfiltered. I'm Aaron James. Uh, the lineup, if you missed it, if you are, you know, if you just need a quick recap, we talked about the Sharks are more than likely, definitely, absolutely going to draft Will Smith. Um, didn't really go to, you know, deep into his numbers or as to why he's worth a fourth rounder. The whole point wasn't even trying to introduce you, introduce you to him because I already know y'all know that name. Then potentially next fresh prince in Sharks territory. Um, all, all the whole point of that segment is to say, hey, man, just accept it. Accept it. The Sharks are going to take Will Smith. It is what it is. All right. I, from the stories I heard, I think like Mike Greer and like something about like their kids going to the same school or something like that. I don't know. There's just a lot of connections and David Quinn coaching them at the um, the world championships and the dinners, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, also, I, I believe that he is um, more than likely – not, um, you know, he's, I don't think he's, um, to me, he seems like he's ready to come to San Jose and he doesn't mind, you know, my plan being that their first rounder isn't going to be in the NHL next season. Spoiler alert again. And then, you know, we'll just give you some quick head up and, uh, or excuse me, quick shout out to Patrick Marlowe on being named as part of the class of the 2023, um, San Jose Sports Hall of Fame. Um, so kudos to uh, Marlo. And again, for those of you, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook, um, interact live with the comments and, um, you know, we will do them. You know, we'll, we'll display them and we'll react to it live. Again, this is just a hockey hangout, but the whole lineup is there just in case, um, you know, the conversation runs stale or a little dry. Then we got something, that, you know, chat about <laughs> anyways um yeah we started this program off by reflecting on some of the more recent news again quick recap with eric carlson he's not going to be a shark this upcoming season and of course we had to briefly react to um you know the conclusion of the 2022 2023 season specifically the finals the stanley cup all right moving on Moving right along here. So um, while we are in the mood of doing some shout-outs, let's do a quick shout-out to none other than the voice of the Sharks. Dan Rusinowski was named the 2023 Foster Hewitt Memorial recipient. Sharks radio voice is going to be inducted as a media honoree in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Congratulations, to Dan Rusinowski. Um, you know, he's obviously carrying Sharks Audio Network. I know some of us, I'll be 100 with you. I'm just going to say this right off the bat, okay? I'm just going to elephant in the room. We miss Dan Rusinowski on the airwaves. We miss him on the radio. We really do. I took a trip recently. If you are a follower of Shark City Hockey and you listen to this program regularly, then you know where I went. Don't be creepy. Anyways, um, said city, I was sc scrolling through the, the channels, you know, on my commute, and they had their hockey team on the airwaves. Please bring them back. That's all I'm going to get at. Enough of that. That's not what it's about. This is about Dan Ruzanowski getting inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame as a media honoree. Congratulations, Dan Ruzanowski. Um, I remember specifically 
specifically, one of my favorite calls from Dan Rusinowski was the 2004 Western Conference Finals Series when the Calgary Flames defeated the San Jose Sharks. It is what it is. And um, they did so with Mika Kiprasov. It's hilarious, right? Now, that right there is something we're going to talk about after this program. Let's show some respect to Dan Rusinowski's name. Let's put some respect on that name here. He has called every single San Jose Sharks game with the, exec- the exception of 27 because of an injury. Okay? In 2000, 2001, uh, he was involved in a car accident. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, so 27 games. That is it. I mean... The Sharks have been around for 30-something-plus years. Do you know anybody who's been a part of their industry for 30-something-plus years and never took a day off? Dan Rusinowski is a man. All right, so, you know, kudos to you. Um, You know, not trying to fanboy too much out there because, you know, this is just someone that I am familiar with as a Sharks fan, as most of you out there, because he carries – the Sharks Audio Network, and you know, we li- I listen to sh- um, to his programs with Drew Remenda, um, the Sharks Morning Skate. It's one of my favorite. All this, by the way, you can find on um, you know wherever um, you know you enjoy your um, your podcast and all that stuff. Um, free promo, no, <laughs> Hey, love the Sharks, love love the content Dan Rusinowski provides, and um, yeah, so. Again, really quick for those of you who are not aware, um, he was named the 2023 Foster Hewitt Memorial recipient. Um, this prestigious award is to recognize members of radio and television who've made outstanding contributions to not just the profession, but to the game of hockey. I think that right there um, is something that Ruzanowski exemplifies without a shadow of a doubt. So congratulations. And, you know, um, yeah, I, I look forward to listening to his call and I look forward to, um, you know, the one thing that's awesome for those of you who've never visited take before, you could hear him call the games when you're not in your seat. I know a lot of you Sharks fans out there are listening to the game being called by him while you're in your seat. So, um, yeah, congratulations, Dan. And, um, you know, hopefully next season, um, the whole broadcasting crew could have uh, something, you know, a little bit uh, more, um, I don't know, uh, more glorious to call, pardon the expression. But yeah, in the last four years, it is what it is. It's been tough. Okay. So something came up in the last segment, and I was talking about Mika Kiprasov. And let's just talk about the elephant in the room here, Aiden Hill. It seems like the sound of these sharks are going to be the butt of the joke for, you know, maybe the entire summer of 2023, especially when, you know, sharks territory. You you know, all you out there who are guilty, we've, you know, you've all, like, milked that cow, dried that berry, pardon me, <clears throat> uh, all the juice out of that berry. Like, you guys literally, like, like use game seven as like your crutch or your finishing move. If you want to use sports entertainment as a reference, 
um, for for any uh, debate with any Vegas fan in the heat of a rivalry, right? It was always game set. Well, pff, man, now, you know, we have to deal not just with them winning the cup before us, but we have to deal with the fact that they did it with our old goaltender. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm throwing shade here. But I want to say this one more time for the record, for those in the back. I want to say this for those in the back, okay? <laughs> Aiden Hill did not want to play in San Jose. All right. Um, arbitration. He filed for arbitration. And a lot of you out there know that that's pretty much like one of the first steps of a long, drawn-out breakup. Didn't play any games. Practically didn't even practice. As Sharks Ice. And next thing you know, he's being dealt away for fourth rounder. I know how you feel. I wanted to see Yosef Koshinov play in San Jose. We set a higher draft pick than we're compensated for. And now he's just, I'm not even going to say the words, those three words together, but you know what I'm going to say. Um, you know, he has a ring. We'll just put it that way. Now he has a ring. Listen, Aiden Hill, in my opinion, this is my opinion. This is all I'm going to say. This is all I'm going to say. I'm not going to throw any shade. I'm not because, you know, I know Vegas fans out there are going to, you know, feel some type of way. It is what it is. But this is all I'm going to say. I don't hear nothing about the Sharks getting, you know, fleeced out of, you know, Aiden Hill for the fourth rounder because. One, and I've already covered some previous programs, and this is the last time I'm going to say this because it's, it's in the past now, all right? But this is the last time, just, gonna, just for the sake of those in the back who didn't hear it the first couple of times. One, Aiden Hill didn't want to play in Sharks territory. Two, the Sharks got the most, in my opinion. Um, they got the highest compensation for what his trade value was at the time. And then the last thing I want to say in terms of his most recent success, I want to see this guy play a full season. I want to see Aiden Hill play a full season before we start talking all that trash, all that smack. Because in my opinion, I think it's bull shark when, you know, all these people and Hey, some of them are, you know, some of them are sports accounts, you know, like, uh, you know, pro sports coverage accounts. And some of them may even be some of the X beat writers. You know who you is, you know who you are. <laughs> Ah, everyone's trying to like, um, you know, like throw a little bit more salt in the wound. If, if you are a wounded sharks fan, I'm not, I don't care that I don't care about who won this last, you know, series. I care about what the freak the sharks got to do to win one of those series themselves right anyways but back to Aiden Hill because I know I'm kind of going on a tangent right there I want to see him play a full season all right then then come back and chirp then come back and talk that trash talk that smack because otherwise you know in my opinion Vegas should be freaking like thinking thinking I don't know who you want to think I'm not going to say any you know blasphemous terms but what I will say is this is you all got lucky. You know, you went there, you rolled the dice with who was your, what, your fourth round goaltender? And all and with all due respect, he was your fourth round goaltender, right? I mean, fourth, not fourth round, pardon me. 
he was the fourth string goaltender. All right. He bailed you out. You know, maybe it was your, you know, your wild card. I don't know. Maybe it was an ace up your sleeve. All right. But bottom line is y'all lucked out. You lucked out that you had this fresh goaltender sitting at the bottom of the depth of your, you know, goaltending pool to just come and rise to that moment for y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Whether or not the Sharks got, you know, finessed or fleeced or whatever for, you know, said draft pick and compensation because, you know, whatever we sent Arizona's way and whatever we got in return from Vegas, you know, that could all really be decided, determined, debated, whatever. If Aiden Hill can actually play an entire season. So, hey, we'll, we'll catch you 2020. 3-2024, all right? We'll see what's up. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say on Aiden Hill. All right, so um, last topic of the evening. We've been going almost an hour here strong. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. Like, honestly, thank you to everybody who likes, shares, subscribe, etc. chiming in. Um, really appreciate y'all, um, you know, just hanging out while I shoot the puck, and talk hockey here. So, um, last topic of the evening. I think, you know, be a good time to start to close out the program. So, the Sounds of Sharks have signed. They've inked their first uh, round draft pick. So, last season, Sounds of Sharks selected uh, Philip Bystead in the uh, first round. They signed him for three years. Um... So, if you didn't know, this last season he was playing in the SHL and he earned Rookie of the Year honors. So, he's the 2022-2023 SHL Rookie of the Year. And he also won a bronze medal with Sweden at the 2023 World Juniors. So, you know, he's been putting in some work. Um, the future looks very bright in Sharks territory. And I know the Sharks did not disclose the, the um, you know, I like the terms or whatever, the deal. Like, they didn't disclose it. But <laughs> it's no secret out there. Um, it's no secret out there, but I can't. There it is. As I said, but I can't freaking find it in my notes. Uh, so he... Signed a $925,000 contract with a performance bonus of $83,300. Uh, so that's the AAV. Um, so I expect to see this young man in a CUDA uniform next season, to say the least. Um, I honestly, while we're on this topic now, maybe, t- maybe really quick here. Since we're talking about draft picks, I just want to plug this one more time. In a couple, um, you know, come draft in a couple of weeks here. Come draft a day. I will be rocking live with the Hockey Podcast Network and, you know, the rest of the fam over there um, to do live draft day coverage. So, you know, if the Sharks decide to hold on to that fourth round pick, you know, we'll have something to talk about. So, you know, join us. Be on the lookout there on YouTube. Uh, you can check us out. And I'll be sharing the link to that on my uh, Twitter account as well on Facebook. Um and if you're not following us, do so at Shark City Hockey. But 
yeah, you know, the Sanjay Sharks, their their future, they've been putting in some work. All right. The the guys this offseason, or excuse me, the last this last season, uh, they've been putting in some work. Uh Daniel Gushin, Shakir Mukamadulin, Ethan Cardwell, etc. Um, a lot of these guys are doing pretty solid work. So the Kuda are going to continue to be exciting, in my opinion. That's all I'm trying to say. I think uh, Philip I said will be um, pretty solid. This is what I see because it tends to be the trend. Do I know anything? Am I in that room? Am I in the GM office? Absolutely not. Again, this is just you know fan reaction, pretty much, right? But it seems the trend to seems to be here in Sharks territory is that when they whether they sign a prospect or you know whatever it's a draft pick, if they're not playing like under nine games at the beginning of the season, they will get those under nine games toward the end of the season. So who knows? Maybe we'll see uh, Philip in you know April or March of 2024. You know, wearing evolved Sharks jersey. But I think it'll be nice to you know um, just be patient and you know. Trust the process with Mike Greer. This is year two. Okay. I highly doubt that. Uh, I'm about to close this graphic here for those of you watching the video version. Uh, just really quick kudos to Philip Bicet here. Um, so I highly doubt that. Um, really quick. I highly doubt that a lot of these guys, um, Willem Eklund, without a doubt, we'll see him. Thomas Bordalo, you know, these guys, you know, they've we've waited long enough. We're going to see these guys. But in terms of like, the prospects that we're either signing to, you know, uh, entry level deals now, or some of the people that we're going to be picking up in the in the upcoming draft in a couple of weeks, I'm not seeing these guys in the Sharks uniform this upcoming season. Maybe not even two seasons. You know what I'm saying? So, um, what what what's all that to say? Pardon me here as I um change up the graphics for the video version here. Boom! There we go. Okay, what am I trying to say? Um, expect the Sharks to be busy during the free agency, in my opinion. Maybe even um, some draft day deals because, in a way, they spoiled the moment for all the broadcasters trying to bring you the trade deadline coverage by dealing, you know, top asset Timo Meyer a couple of like what, like a week almost before you know the the deadline whole extravaganza. Uh, so you know, maybe maybe Carlson's name will be mentioned come draft day. I don't think so, but but back to the point. Um, expect a bulk of the Sharks, um, th- those roster spots, to be filled by new, grittier, tougher veterans. Mike Greer seems to be the type, and again, I'm not in that office. I'm just speculating here as a fan, right? Um, he seems to be the type that doesn't expect his draft picks to make it in NHL. As he said on multiple occasions, it's a grown man's league. And a lot of these young men, you know, they don't have whatever the case may be in their game to go the distance and play an entire NHL season. All right. So, you know, most recent example for us was Willem Eklund, right? And we've seen how that visibly shook him. He was not happy with the decision. But look where all that progression and et cetera has led him to um, to now, right? And all I'm trying to say is 
trusted process guys this this show isn't going to turn around overnight it's not going to get um much brighter in sharks territory unless of course you know mike Gurka works on magic in the offseason but um what i'm trying to say is like you know our quest to the stanley cup is probably not going to begin for at least another season now per usual as a sharks fan I am going to stand by my sharks. I'm going to continue to bleed till, and I am going to hope game in and game out that the boys on the ice could put together enough, you know, offensive, defensive, goaltending, whatever cliches you want to use to fill in performance, (laughs) winning performance in there. But, um, you know, for, for me, I also feel like you have to also put a chance, right? There's also that chance, you know, that has to be put a part of the equation. But a lot, long story short is, you know, get that winning formula. Um, I, I don't see it happening. It's going to be it's going to be a process. I think the Sharks will fill the vacancies on the main roster again with veterans, uh, with some tough, some grit, with some tougher, grittier guys. Um, expect to see some of the prospects that are hanging out on the CUDA to make their way to the main roster, right? Maybe some of the guys that get drafted this season, maybe we'll see them at the end of the season, if not the beginning, like I just mentioned. So I don't want to go in circles here, but the point I'm trying to get is it's going to, you know, trust the process. Uh, this is going to be Mike Greer's first real season. Cause remember just a year ago, literally just like a year ago, he was hired as a Sharks general manager and he was hired like two days before the draft. And we already knew, I'm not going to go into, but we already know, like, you know, that tremendous, tremendous task that he had to deal with when he arrived in Montreal. Anyways, so I think any expectation from Sharks fans for San Jose to be a cup contender next season, I'm not going to say isn't realistic. I'm not going to say it's unrealistic because it's it's possible, right? And why shouldn't you have that attitude? That's what I have. But the likelihood of it is um, is pretty slim because <sighs> a lot of these key pieces are probably a year or two away from really, really um, being able to uh, maximize their potential or essentially uh, reach that uh, production level. Um that was essentially not expected, but you know, that was seen in them from these guys, from these scouts, you know what I'm saying? But back to Mike Greer, you know, this is his first real, real season where he's going to do his draft picks. Again, I'm just speculating. I'm not an office, but that was pretty much Doug Wilson junior show last season. I mean, am I wrong? Not to say that Mike Greer didn't have a final say, but you know, what I'm trying to get at uh, you know, this will be his, you know, he's been sitting in with the scouts. He's been doing the work. He's at the combine, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, I can't verify it's at the combine. But the point I'm trying to get at is, um, you know, Mike Greer, these are going to be his guys. So I'm excited to see who he brings along come draft day as much as I'm excited to see, you know, what offers he extends to, um, you know, some of the missing pieces in free agency. But like most of you, I'll be watching my Twitter feed, <laughs> my social media feed to see what goes on with that whole Eric Carlson deal. 
man. Anyways, um, sorry I missed you. Didn't get any uh, comments. It is what it is. We're just hanging out talking hockey. Thank you for all those who tuned in during the program, who stayed from the entire um, the entire show, and um, thank you for those of you who uh, jumped in toward the tail end, and you know caught you know the rest of it. Uh, this is Shark City Unfiltered. This is the first, um, the the latest, you know, the first edition of um, this new um, live stream format that I'm trying to, you know, incorporate here. So we'd love to hear from all y'all out there. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, um, how do I say this? Not gonna demand it. Not gonna uh, expect it. Would be dope to hear from y'all. <laughs> Instead of y'all just watching, no, just kidding. Um, no, but seriously though, if you all ever want, if you all ever want to inter- interact, pardon me as my energy drink kicks in. <clears throat> if you all ever want to interact with me live on the show and have your comment uh, show up, you can do so on Facebook and YouTube. Or if you want to drop a ninety second voicemail, do so um, at speakpipe.com slash Shark City Hockey. If that's too long, tinyurl.com slash dial four zero eight, and uh, you know you can send me a voicemail. Um, Keep it civil. Keep it cool. Don't necessarily have to keep it clean, you know, but keep it chill. And, um, you know, comment whatever's on your mind, whatever's on your mind. But that'll have to be for the next program. I am signing off for the evening. Nice little test run of this first episode. Thank you to everybody. Again, I'm Aaron James. Don't forget to follow across the board on social media at Shark City Hockey. And uh, thank you again uh, to DraftKings and the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, we'll be getting together for draft day all right the first round draft day so be sure to tune in on youtube check that out at the hockey podcast network's youtube channel i'll be there with the rest of the fam as we uh you know bring you live reaction and coverage of the 2023 nhl entry draft until then um after draft day more than likely we'll get together in the hockey um the shark city podcast to have reaction to everything that goes down on draft day All right, looking forward to doing these live streams with y'all out there. And um, until next time, y'all have a great rest of your evening. Uh, Let's go Sharks. And uh, yeah, I'm out of here.